There's no secret formula for better service throughout the customer journey. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can easily support, strengthen, and grow your customer base. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Good morning, everyone. It is Thursday, August 24. I'm Juliet Bennett-Ryla here with Ben Berkeley, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to talk about the showdown between Meta and Canadian leaders. A new Canadian law requires tech companies to pay publishers for their content. Meta, in response, has blocked all news for its Canadian users. Now, Canadian citizens who are just trying to get the latest news about the nation's wildfires are caught in the middle. It's a mess, and we'll tell you why it's not just Canada's problem. But first, let's talk about what else is happening in the world of business and tech. Peloton's crisis team is getting a workout this quarter, down $37 million in year-over-year sales, 20,000 paused subscriptions, 750,000 requests for seat fixes, and a bigger-than-expected loss of $242 million. Happy pumpkin spice latte to all who celebrate. Yes, it's August, but Starbucks signature fall drink is back today, a boost for cozy autumnal feelings. And for the chain's bottom line, sales for the pumpkin spice latte went up 17% last year. It is important to note this is the 20th birthday of the pumpkin spice latte. So either that's the greatest 20 years of your life or the most offensive 20 years of your life because apparently nobody can just kind of be meh on this drink. Mm, yes, it's right up there with pineapple and pizza in terms of... I mean, that shouldn't be polarizing. We all know the correct the correct take on that one. Do we? I'm very nervous that we're, this is where we're going to find out <laughs> we are. We're no longer friends. I'm fine with pumpkin spice lattes and pineapple on pizza. Okay, good. Same. Same here. So, okay, crisis averted over here. We can move on <laughs> to our next story. So Apollo, a 5'8", 160-pound humanoid robot, may be coming to a warehouse near you. Robotics firm Aptronic is piloting Apollo, capable of lifting boxes up to 55 pounds for a commercial release in late 2024. U.S. national parks are increasingly a safe haven for the most precious animal, the cash cow. In 2022, tourists spent a record $24 billion in the gateway communities immediately surrounding the National Park Service's 424 sites. India's lunar lander successfully touched down on the moon, which is very exciting. India's $75 million investment in this spacecraft paid off as it joins the U.S., China, and the former Soviet Union as the only nations to make a soft moon landing, which is kind of significant because earlier this week, right, Russia tried to do Mm -hmm. the same thing and it crashed into the moon. So, Yeah, I think this is a really big step forward for the Indian space program. I know that they have a lot Mm of higher aspirations about continuing their exploration specifically of the moon. I believe this is also the very first landing on the lunar South Pole. Oh, yeah, that's very cool. I think I was reading that Russia was also trying to reach the South Pole in an attempt to find frozen water, which I don't think is the same as ice because everyone kept calling it frozen water. So <laughs> it's a very significant of a finding if, if that comes to pass. 
If you are calling out of work today, you are joining apparently a lot of other people. PTO tracking at Flamingo found that August 24 is the most common call-in sick day for U.S. workers. Uh, but nobody knows why. So if that's you, please tell us why you called in sick. The second most common day, I believe it's February 13th, which maybe makes a little more sense. It could fall right after the Super Bowl, Valentine's weekend. Like there's there's at least some thread there that I can grasp onto. August 24th, I don't, I don't know. I, it makes yeah. me want to take off work though. I'm really curious. And we've got some new tech news, and this is going to tie into our top story today. Journalists from Vice's tech vertical Motherboard have launched their own publication. It's called 404 Media. There are stories up on it right now. Vice filed for bankruptcy in May, but still paid execs bonuses of up to $900,000, which did have a little something to do with why some of those journalists decided to start their own thing. And that is kind of what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the state of journalism and in particular, social media's impact on it. So you may have heard that Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau criticized Meta's Facebook and Instagram news block amid the nation's wildfires. He essentially accused the company of putting corporate profits ahead of people's safety. To back up a little bit there, Canada's new online news act requires tech companies to pay publishers for linking to or repurposing their content. Meta called the legislation unworkable and then decided to block all news for its Canadian users. So I feel like this is a part of a much larger story. Obviously, mm -hmm. this is really very current and very frustrating and scary for people in Canada as they're trying to gather news on active disasters. But I feel like what we've seen over the years is social media platforms really coming in and becoming integral to dissemination of news. And now right. there is this trend that seems to be inching away from providing it. Yeah, I think one of the biggest examples that I can think of that I think had the most impact, at least on me in, in my career as a journalist, was when Facebook told everyone to pivot to video. And then all of a sudden, a lot of the written content went away in exchange for these videos, which I don't know, maybe I'm old fashioned and I just prefer to read my news, but I, I did not find them very compelling. And I saw a lot of people get laid off as their outlets pivoted to video people that I work with, people that I freelance for, like there was just a lot of shifting. And then it turned out that that was kind of all of a, a big lie and pivot to video did not increase engagement. And Facebook agreed to a $40 million settlement with advertisers in 2019. But all of those people had already been laid off and all of those publications in many ways, I think have, have still been dismantled. So we just have overall less news. There was like a, a death of news or at least high quality and especially local news on the internet. Yeah. There are a lot of other situations that we're seeing, even as far as yesterday, X was saying it's going to remove headlines on news links, which will erode the ability to gain information from those links. And they're doing that just for aesthetic purposes. We've seen a lot of publications, even just in the last couple of weeks, produce a lot of AI generated content only to see that be riddled with errors. You know, I think right. that the overall story here is we keep getting pulled into the orbit of social media for the purpose of news consumption. You know, we have more than half of Americans saying they gain at least some of their news via social media. And then we're just seeing those social media platforms eroding the quality of that journalism. And it's obviously we are biased. We are media people. Very true. But it is a really scary experience just imagining basic information gathering that needs to happen, especially 
when it comes to significant events like natural disasters, like elections. Um, right. How how are these going to play out in our society going forward? It seems to be tracking in the direction of not good. Right. And I think I think there was a time when social media was really a valuable asset for breaking news. You've seen a lot of stuff break on Twitter or happen on Twitter. The uprising in Tunisia, people on the ground at Black Lives Matter protest, you know, real time coverage of actual things that are happening by both journalists and citizen journalists. When Ukraine was invaded by Russia, you had people on Twitter who were sharing data intelligence. I think we're kind of watching these platforms turn into something else where more and more of that's going away. Like X no longer verifies actual news media outlets. It verifies people who pay to be verified. It's taking headlines away. TikTok is increasingly getting banned by U.S. governments. So people who use that for their news may no longer be able to rely on that. We're just seeing a lot of stuff. And to be fair, the AI-generated content is not necessarily like a social media company doing it or a big tech company doing it, these media outlets have to make the decision that they're going to use AI generated content. But I think it's kind of indicative of this larger push for like clicks, 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 shares, shares, shares. How much content can we churn out? It doesn't matter if it's good. I mean, I, we, we even see that with stuff like, I won't, I won't name any names, but like, if you know, you know, you go to like an article where it's like, oh, we're going to tell you the top 10 movies of 2023. And then you have to click through all of them so that like each, each movie generates a click. Like, I think it's just a part of a larger like ecosystem where tech has come in and made news really suck. Well, I think what we're looking at is someone has to pay for this. Mm-hmm. The consumers aren't all that interested in doing so, at least not in a very wide sense. I think you see a couple publications that are making paywalls subscriptions work. A lot of them are very much not. And so there was this hope and having been in the middle of a media job in this era where it started to really pick up on social media, you know, with this pivot to video moment that you're talking about from the past mm-hmm. decade, that we were headed to a place where social media platforms, which really relied on this to keep engagement high on their platforms, would pay for news. That is seeming like it's not going to be the case. They're coming back and trying to get, you know, this is the the core of this Canadian issue is that, Meta doesn't want to pay publishers whose content they are using. And Mm -hmm. so I think that this is the overall story is we're just continually passing the ball around where someone's going to have to, if we want good information to go around, someone's going to have to pay the bill. Who's that going to be? All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupiano, and our executive producer is Aaron Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email. And we will see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, 
who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts. 